Up, Milo. <laughs> Kitty! Yes. If you can imagine Chaos as a cat, that's literally what Milo is. Nice. <laughs> He's literally named after the cat from Milo and Otis. Like, he's that much of a hellion. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> Still though. <laughs> tweet some of this shit out. Let people know we got a new team. We're getting ready to go. Show this shit off. We're already live. People can hear us, they just can't see us. Just that reminder so nobody says anything incriminating or fucked up. You know. <laughs> Nothing too embarrassing. <laughs> Although, go for it, you know, it'll help views maybe. We could go viral. <laughs> Somebody say something really fucked up, you know? Hey, FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Share this to the group. Aside from that, everyone was doing good today? Oh yeah. 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 Doing oh. good. Good. I went outside today. I don't know why I did. It's too hot and windy. <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> I did not go outside today yet. It wouldn't be so bad if the wind would have hit you with the hot. It's like, damn it. <laughs> and sand. I don't know where you are, but I want to live there. <laughs> oh, Riverside, California. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's you don't want to live here. Well, I mean, how cold is it here today? I'm not complaining. I just don't like getting dirt smacked in my face. Yeah, it's like a it's like a desert. <laughs> it's here. a windstorm again. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, it's 55 degrees here. Yeah. Nice. That's how, I our, that's how it gets at night here. Oh wow, it's 50. It's 51 here. Yep. I see. Told you it was chilly. <laughs> She's like, it's chilly. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I let the hair down. I can't, oh. Yeah, I think I might uh, might rock the hair down for some of these sessions. I, I I was so surprised after like a year of streaming and even past friends from other states I lived in like ask oh you got rid of your dreads and like I realized like fuck I, I never you know I'm not performing on stage headbanging and slinging them around so you never see them when I'm streaming but I've got dreadlocks down to the floor and I'm like I think I'm gonna poo that shit or style it wrap it up I'm gonna do different things with yeah. it I think try to have fun oh, yeah. with it yeah it took me a while like watching some of your videos like just notice that like oh he has hair back there yeah <laughs> funny. yeah I was uh I was even streaming i had the guys from rtg on recently i think it was the gm round table and it was james nj and you know i've been working with them now for a long time and then when i jason something like oh you look like you cleaned up did you cut your hair and this and that and I said, no i still got the dreads you know and i pulled them out and all of them were like holy shit like they didn't even know and i was like fuck man like even people i work with regularly and talk to sometimes don't notice so i think i'm gonna try to show them off and do weird shit with them for our gameplay we'll see what is that weird book behind you ralph that's uh, my uh, Mondo. I never put oh. that away. I was showing during my AMA. I was showing off the comics and shit I collect. Uh, some of the ones I produced and did, like Bacon versus Clowns. That'll be a movie soon. Fucked up movie. Always. I think me and James are gonna partner for that one, Val. Ah, oh, nice with your guys' creativity. <laughs> yeah, be it'll be capacity productions <laughs> and acid bath productions. Combining to make some weird shit. Bacon versus clowns. 
I really like the way this uh, roll 20 set up. I actually like... Yeah. Yeah, the, the character sheets that you use, honestly, um, I don't know when they, they became available, but like all the stuff that I don't like from the version I'm using right now, like everything has been fixed in this one. Yeah, yeah, it's the newer yeah. one. I think I'm using the one you were using too, is the original like Jumpstart one, which is still good. It was cool. It was the updated, but that new one covers everything. Even like specific roles, it'll have things in there. Like for Val, who's the fixer, it talks about Greece and your culture that you know and shit. It's really cool. Yeah, I have like all the stats for my backup on there. Oh yeah. Um, it's the one thing that I, I kind of miss on the other sheets where you only have like a field, it's a text field for your rank ability and then something else. So it's like, unless you know them by heart, you're gonna have a hard time trying to remember everything. Right, here we go. Hey, what's up everybody? We are officially live. Everyone can see us now. What's up? Hello. Hello. Yeah, and I see uh, Eric, Graphite Dragon, Sleepy, PWB, everyone jumping into the chat early. I love that shit. Thank you so much for tuning in early. Um, as you've seen in the promos, this is our new team. We're going to be rocking this monthly. It's going to be a monthly ongoing, um, and it is official ongoing, so there will be cliffhangers and you know continued lore, and you're going to see the characters uh, you know grow, and it, it's just going to be awesome. It's, we're going to uh, you know put a lot of passion into this. As you can see, we've got some... Uh, great players here with us, some fellow streamers, some friends, uh, even my beautiful wife is here uh, joining, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, but before we get into our official session zero, I'd like to go around the room and just give everyone a chance to you know, introduce yourself as a player. I know some of you are streamers, you've done things, some of you have been part of the Cyberpunk Uncensored community, and now you're kind of getting on that side of the camera with us. Um, so, you know, everyone, let's just go around and take a minute introduce yourself, um, and then we'll go back around and dive into everybody's characters and stuff. Um, but yeah, Tracy, if you want to start it off. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Tracy. I also go by Miss Magitech on the internet, and I stream a lot of tabletop role-playing games right now. Um, I have done a few... I've run a few Cyberpunk Red one-shots on my own channel. Um, when the book first came out last year, I ran one uh, from the actual... one of the ones that's in the book itself. And then I've run a, a few others. I've also played in a uh, Cyberpunk Red campaign that just finished up with uh, Simon, Wandering DM, as my DM, which is a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, other than that, I stream um, basically Wednesday to Sunday. I'm all over the internet uh, playing D&D, uh, &D, Pathfinder, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, I feel like I'm missing a few others. But yeah, so that's Probably. who I am. Yeah. You do a lot. <laughs> that's me. I do do a lot right now. But uh, yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah. yeah, and just uh, so everybody knows, you know, when we're done with this, when we hit the VOD, I'm going to make sure I get everybody's links and put them in the description. So you know, anybody watching, listening, whether it's live or the VOD, don't feel like you have to remember everyone's links to check them out later. I'll put the links in the description and then everyone go, you know, support each other and check everybody's shit out. But um, but let's keep it going. Uh, Val, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Val Mulligan. Um, I used to play Raven. Still playing Raven. She's on hold. <laughs> and Team Nameless. Um, right now, through the whole pandemic, I've been working as a caretaker for 12-hour shifts. I only have two days off, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I've been pretty much busy with that. 
other than that, I also do um, acting in a lot of horror films. So if you ever want to see me act, a lot of Rob's films, just look there. Um, and I also do set design. So we're back on set again. Yay! Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So that's pretty much me. Yeah, it's exciting. We're finally getting back to some filmmaking. Uh, the quarantine's lifting a bit, and we got some getting back into it in May. Um, and just a heads up, you know, this is a monthly. In May, we might shift the date. We might miss out on May just because of that that filming project that me and Val are doing. But then we'll be right back to it right after. But as time goes, if things change, I'll be sure to post it publicly, tag everyone, you know. So any, any fans, friends, family out there that want to tune in, you, you'll be up to date. You'll know what's up. Um, Naomi, why don't you introduce yourself? My name's Naomi. I'll be playing the exec, uh, Cynthia. Um, I don't stream or anything like that. I just really love cyberpunk. Really excited to be here. <laughs> uh, the media looper that is my fiance. <laughs> yeah, and if uh, uh, we can just pass the mic if you want and keep going. If, uh, if William, you want to introduce yourself, she just gave you a shout out. So we got another couple in here. <laughs> oh, I think you're unmuted. Uh Oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Will. Um, yeah, I'm Naomi's uh, fiance, uh, playing the media named Looper. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't do much streaming. I uh, got into cyberpunk. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been into cyberpunk stuff for a while now. And then when the video game came out, got real big into that, and then found out there was a TTRPG. So instantly dove in and started looking for uh, videos, and uh, found some of these. Lovely streamers, um, actually, who uh, my fr the first playthrough I ever watched was uh, Miss Magitech GMing uh, Biotechnica or Bust, that one shot. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, plenty of um, the, the um, crash courses you do, Rob, and then those, oh, those cool. really helped me. And so then I just uh, reached, Thanks. you know, then I sent <laughs> you a uh, fan letter and subscribe to your Patreon, and here we are. I'm ready to ready to rock and roll hell yeah awesome yeah and simon when you uh, introduce yourself yes uh hi i'm simon at wandering uh dm on twitch wandering underscore dm on twitter i stream games mostly talsorian games these days uh i've been jamming a cyberpunk campaign on my channel for uh well ever since the jumpstart jumpstart kit came out which is like a little bit over a year ago i believe um and uh, yeah, I do everything from Cyberpunk to Witcher to uh, Castle Falkenstein. I do D and D. Uh, basically, you know, if if you follow my links, uh, you'll see where I am. I'm all over the place, um, and uh, and yeah, I'm stoked to finally be able to sit down and play more than one shot because I played ones in one of your game, Rob. Yeah. Um, but like more than a one shot, like it's it's about time. Yeah, it'll be nice to, uh, you know, you'll get to play with a, a continued character. You'll get to see it grow and go on and like, yeah, I, I know I'm what it's like. I'm going to get to spend IP, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so funny when you hear like a GM or DM talk about yep. finally getting to play and you realize like how, how much it's different and needed and just wanted and, and exciting for its own reason. You know, it's, it's that's awesome. I'm glad you're here. Um, yeah, and anybody uh, that uh, didn't get to see it, yeah, check out some of the check out some of the past streams. Uh, our past gameplay. Simon came over and played a rocker boy named Elf and did it did a session. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that being said, I'll introduce myself. I am Rob Mulligan, GM Rob Mulligan. I founded Cyberpunk Uncensored. 
Um, I basically put out videos, you know, crash course tutorials, interviews, live gameplay. I showcase other GMs, uh, cyberpunk artists, just anything and everything cyberpunk. That's why the brand is called Cyberpunk Uncensored. The Uncensored has nothing to do with like rated R or X or fuck, you know, cussing or shit like that. I mean, by all means, this is cyberpunk. Let's keep it dangerous. And, you know, I don't mind the cussing and such. But the idea behind the name Uncensored, I just want to explain to people, is the fact that there's no gatekeeping here. I love 2020, red, artwork, cosplay, you know, books, anything that has to do with cyberpunk. I'm cool with you posting it, sharing it, being part of the community. Um, Again, no gatekeeping here. Uh, And this is our Cyberpunk Red official, ongoing, excited to uh, get into this. So let's get into it. Um, And don't forget, everybody, I'm going to put links in the description uh, to everybody's... uh, you know, uh, streams and things that they have going on. So you'll be able to look everybody up, including all the cyberpunk uncensored stuff. But that being said, let's get into session zero. Everybody make sure you have your character sheets open. Um, and in this case, we're not going to, we're not going to go into, you know, stats, skills. Um, you know, we can mention weapons and cyberware and stuff that, you know, other players might see on you and things like that, but we're not going to obviously get into like the playing aspect of it. This is just to give people an idea of what the characters are like, what the life path is, and then we're going to connect the dots. Um, As all of you know, we set up the life path to involve the other players because this team is going to be a little different. We're not just a random team of edge runners finding a way to work together doing side gigs. We're actually going to start already working together like we discussed. Um, But before we get into that, before we get into that and the characters, let's just do a brief discussion about gameplay. Let's cover all our bases here. Um, if you're not familiar with my gameplay, I tend to, you know, keep it balanced in the sense that there will be some role playing. There'll be some like, you know, puzzles and mysteries, some shit to figure out. I love putting layers to my plots and campaigns with hooks and surprises and good shit like that with side arcs available. That way you have full player agency. You know, there'll be direction. There'll be things that, you know, you're hired to do or maybe you feel like you want to do. But by any means, there's always opportunity to dig deeper, find other things, go in other directions. Totally down with that. Um, That being said, um, I don't... Hey, what's up? Thanks, John Green, everybody uh, following and stuff. Uh, I'll try to give shout-outs as we go. I'm real active with the chat, but if I miss somebody, I apologize now. (laughs) But, but yeah, you know, I keep it dangerous when we get into combat. I might describe some gore and things like that. Uh, If you do, like, a nice critical injury or you... Uh, you know, kill off an enemy or something, I might pass the mic to you and say, why don't you describe how you just took that person's life or describe how you just critically injured that guy's arm or ribs or whatever and give you guys just some creative freedom to have fun with it. Um, the only thing I don't like to do is get too much into describing like, you know, sexual encounters and shit like that. I don't think that's needed so much. Um, you know, we can lightly talk about it. If there's ever a situation that involves flirting or something like that, we can just lightly describe it get to the outcome, you know, push time, get to the end result or whatever. Um, Other than that, it's the typical shit for me that I think everyone can agree with, you know, no racism, no sexism, no fucked up real life politic talk, you know what I mean? Like this is a game. We're going to make this as close to real life in the sense that it's dangerous. There's repercussions to your actions or rewards, but we're not going to touch on real life, you know, fucked up subjects and, you know, we're not going to press people's buttons on some of that stuff. Um, that being said, I'd like everybody just to, you know, I'll, I'll go around the room. You just tell, you know, if there's anything particular that, that you don't like to touch on any subject matter, anything that I didn't just mention or something, let that be known. And then also, if there's anything that you don't want to talk about, because we are live streaming, we're all together. Um, if this was at a table, you know, you might 
be a little more open to talk about some subject matters, but any one of you can message me private after the session zero and just let me know, hey, aside from what we talked about, can we avoid this subject or that subject? And that's perfectly fine too. Everybody has their own stuff and uh, you know we can keep things private and move forward properly that way. Um, oh, the other thing, I, I don't like a, a lot of animal violence. I, I fucking love animals. I love kitties, doggies, all animals and stuff. So like, that's the one violence. Like humans, I'll, just, I'll describe them getting fucked up. But animals, I might just brush over, you, you know, like took a bullet burn, if that ever happens to come up. But that's just me. I, I, I think animals are innocent. And I, I hate even joke, you know, playing that out or whatever. So uh, even if it's fake. Um, so yeah, let's go around the room. Uh, it, you know, let me know if, if all that's cool, if there's anything I missed, anything you want to add to that uh, as far as gameplay. But uh, Tracy, what do you think? I think you uh, hit the nail on the head there. I'm on the same page. Uh, if any, like, sexual stuff comes up, to- you know, it's fine. If it wants to be there, fade to black usually. That is my go-to for that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I think that, yeah, I- I'm in agreement. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Naomi, what do you think about everything I just said? Oh, um, same boat. Yeah, totally agree with it. Okay, cool. Uh, Simon? Um, the other thing that I add is um, violence towards children. Oh, good point. Um, yeah, I don't do hitting. Like, I mean, it can be eluded. Like, for example, you know, if, you know, I don't know, we visit someone who has an abusive father or whatever like if if you allow us to beat the shit out of the father that works for me (laughs) Um, but otherwise yeah i don't do like players attacking children i like that yeah Uh, i should great point to bring up animals and and, and by by children i mean like you know children like if someone is 18 and they decide to shoot at me like that that counts as a an adult yeah perfect sense man I'm, to I'm me anyway glad you brought that up because that is a good point so yeah no no uh little animals no little children we'll keep them safe uh if any of that comes up like we said we'll just we'll brush over that description um we'll avoid it if it doesn't give the opportunity for you to fuck up the, the abusive father or the person that hurt the animal you know what i mean <laughs> i like that um all right cool let's get to uh anything else uh i might have cut you off there was there anything else uh no, I think everything else that you said was basically like my same lines and veils that I have like in every game. Um, you know, the no racism, no homophobia, homophobia, none of that. Um, you know, none of that out of game, uh, out of game social political issues that we have. Um, I'm I'm not here to debate like eugenics with someone if I have a gun in my hand. So yeah good point <laughs> um valerie what about you what do you think no we're good i just curse a lot so that's probably the only thing that yeah that's people. fine <laughs> i know you do <laughs> you're okay with that yeah and we've played long enough i think we're on, we're on the same page with that with all that yeah. stuff and i think everybody else brought up some good points too like simon said so we all agree um so we should be good uh, william what do you think yeah i'm in agreement with all you guys those great points um we would ride one to avoid too. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, then I think we're good to go um, as far as, uh, you know, play style and all that good stuff, um, as far as, you know, lines and veils. Um, the other thing I did want to mention, and, you know, we'll probably go over this in, in private a bit, because when it comes to IP, I wouldn't mind using that red chart where we kind of decide what type of player you are, or have you on role play or action or this, that. You know, you, we've all seen that chart. Uh, we'll go over that in private. 
um, giving everyone time to think, to realize this is balanced, it can go in any direction. And that's a movable uh, uh, spectrum or whatever. It's not like if you're one thing, that's how I'm going to judge your IP every time, obviously. Um, because as you know, session to session, dynamics change, things change. You know, the way you play sometimes changes. So um, we'll go over that in private, and just so I know. Um, aside from that, uh, let's go over, uh, you know, each person's character, um, and kind of see what, you know, what your character is like as far as the look. Um, like I said, you can mention cyberware or weapons if it's visible or if it's worth mentioning, um, if it kind of better explains the style of the character, but let's just focus on like, you know, the name, the role and the look, um, just to get an idea of everyone. And then we'll go back around and dive into the life paths. Um, so yeah, Tracy, when you start it off. Oh, so I am playing Ellie. She is a nomad, and this is my first time ever playing a nomad, and I'm very excited. Uh, I wanted to try something a little bit different from. I usually play more social roles. Uh, I've played an exec. I've played a rocker boy. Um, I, you know, made a media character that I never played. So I wanted to try something a little bit different. Um, so I chose Nomad and I'm very excited to, to be playing a Nomad. Um, Ellie is, uh, she is kind of, um, she's dre- she tries to dress well. Um, she's not like you're, you know, a typical, sometimes when you think of Nomad, you think them like in maybe like a bunch of, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like off-road gear and things like that. She's not usually like that. She kind of has, uh, she dresses well, but she kind of has kind of wild, fiery red hair, usually tied back, um, a scarf, uh, decked out in a lot of fashion wear, and um, kind of like long fashion wear type nails. Uh, she has some tattoos on her arms and uh, usually wearing like a either like a leather jacket or a bomber jacket. Um, and yeah, she's somewhat tall. Uh, greenish eyes, and yeah, that's what she looks like. Nice. Okay, Naomi? Well, Cynthia is kind of a stern, coldish type of character. Not necessarily mean, but you can tell she's not really about being friendly. She's more about the business, which comes in comes in place with being with exec. Um, white hair, stands probably like 5'8", has a very upright standing demeanor like very very authoritative nice always dressed to the nines and uh, so i can think off the top of my head <laughs> oh, yeah nice and yeah and, so, and again you know things change as we go uh, we'll get into more detail when we dive into life life path and some of the role ability uh, details and such but great that's exactly what i'm looking for just as long as everybody gives a, a basic description on what we're looking at, the role, maybe a little bit about the personality, you know? And then we'll get, like I said, then we'll get into life path. Um, Simon. Hey, um, so Ace is a, um, a lawman, uh, ex-NCPD. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot of money, so he dresses mostly with uh, the same type of outfit that he found like in a, th- in a thrift shop years ago. Uh, basically, old jeans, various like band logo T-shirts. Um, he has a, a brown leather jacket and a baseball cap, which he wears most of the time. Um, shades when he's out. Um, 
and uh, otherwise he's he's a haunted person i i rolled i rolled someone who really is in the film noir uh, <laughs> nice and i didn't do it on purpose but oof when we get into life path uh yeah he's um he's not edgy or anything uh, but he's someone who's fed up of the shit that life threw at him and and you know is is going to fight back now nice awesome william Oh, muted. Yeah, mute again. Oh, I gotta break that habit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Looper, the media. Um, uh, he uh, generally, his general demeanor and like clothes. Um, you know, he's kind of a kind of a goofball. You know, out and about. You know, when he's around a group of people behind closed doors, especially when it comes to his enemies, like a lot more of an aggressive side would come out and you know be like, "Where did that goofball go?" Um, but generally dresses in kind of nondescript clothing, you know, just kind of these very blank T-shirts trying to blend in. He does have, you know, more than one type of clothes in his wardrobe so that he can get where he needs to go. But um, yeah, kind of a little bit of a wild card, but, uh, you know, might have bed head, you know, some days might be uh, well kept. Nice. All right, Val, tell us about Phoenix. Well, Phoenix is a fixer, and I'm usually playing a solo, so this is really interesting for me. <laughs> um, I'm usually beating up people. Uh, she has long hair, and she styles it completely different every time you see her. Um, she loves to play with her hair and do different things. Um, she has She's obsessed with her fingernails, so she has long nails. And she's also... She wears a lot of bomber jackets because she wears a lot of urban fashion, and she has a lot, a lot of her bling. So she'll have more bling in, her, in the, first, uh, the first session. And she's from the South. So she's very Southern, very polite and very Southern. And um, do you want me to go into all the other stuff, Rob, or you want me to tell Life Path? Um, no, we'll get into Life Path a little. Um, I think, because I know, I, I think I know what you're getting at with the whole Southern and changing and stuff, but let's get into those details when we talk about Life Path. Okay. I think generally speaking, and, we get an idea, but yeah, what are you going to say about personality and stuff? And um, she also wears, uh, underneath her bomber jackets a lot, she also likes to wear um, like a tight pin skirt dress. Like very tight and very fitted. She likes to show off her legs, um, and just she has a chrome cyber arm on her right. Nice. And what about personality? Her personality. She's very when she's very southern. She's very polite, very direct. Um, she gets to the point. And um, when she's in combat, she is a totally different person. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get into those details here in a minute. Um, but yeah, let's let's go around the room and let's do this. We're gonna uh, have each uh, character. Um, describe the life path. Um, we already kind of pre-decided we didn't, you know, place specific names and things into the life path. We're going to keep these open. That way, as we're going, we'll connect these dots to the other players because I want everyone to have a history of knowing each other and such. So it makes sense that we're starting off with this team and Neocorp idea that I've explained before. And we'll get into, into that after life path. So everyone in chat, you'll understand what I'm saying. That'll make sense in a moment. But, um, but let's do this. As we're going around the room... Uh, as a, a character is going over their life path, I would like all you other characters, as you're listening to their life path, look at your life path or keep it in mind. So as they mention things where you think, oh shit, okay, I have something similar. I think that could be a point of crossover or that could be a point of connection. Um, when they're done, we can all kind of contribute ideas and make the connections happen. Okay? Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so let's dive into life path. 
Let's see, uh, William, why don't you start it off? Um, all right, yeah, Looper's a, uh, an aspiring investigative reporter who's been, um, uh, he's culturally uh, Western European, uh, German. Um, and like I said, yeah, he's generally friendly and outgoing. Um, but, uh, values knowledge the most. Um, but he's, you know, he's pretty neutral about people in general. Um, his most valued person, um, would surprisingly be his brother, despite his feelings for him. Um, but, uh, his family was a, uh, where they were megastructure Warren rats. Um, his dad, uh, you know, is, uh, but a, a drunk and his mother is now deceased. Um, his family was scattered due to misfortune. Um, and then his, uh, brother, um, after, shortly after his father abandoned them, um, uh, pretty much left, uh, I put in my family that he had left to join the NP- NCPD, um, and pretty much abandoned him to, for Looper to kind of make it on his own, still living in the megastructure. Um, yeah, he has a, uh, um, his most valued possession is a is his video camera um, given to him uh, by a uh, um, by one of his you know older friends that was kind of like a mentor to him. Um, and since since then, he does have a cyber arm now with shoulder mounted camera. Uh, Who he he refers to his camera as old Betsy. Nice. Um, <laughs> even uh, if you catch him alone with her, he might be talking to her and. Uh, but um, just talking, yeah, right? <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, as like a, it was like an old blues player would would talk, might talk to their guitar. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um. Yeah. No. The, the you know, growing up in that kind of environment with the uh, mega structure that was uh, controlled by a corporation. Um. You know, as as his mother, you know, got sick and died, and. He got no help from you know, the company that she worked for. He really just decided that, you know, corpse suck and suck and let's take down the corrupt ones. Um, and he wants to become, and his life goal is to become feared and respected in that aspect. Nice. Um, his, and he has two friends, um, a friend that is a former lover and a friend that is like a father figure. Um, and I, when I rolled um, for these, I, I wound up with two friends and I wound up with no tragic love affairs or enemies, but I imagine the enemies thing is probably going to change. Yeah, I'm sure it's cyberpunk. Um, everyone's going to start off with like 10 enemies first session. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm oh, sure. um, just to, oh yeah. I to end that off. Yeah. With his, uh, media life path. Um, he's willing to bend the rules to get the bad guys, but only the bad guys. And his aim is to tell stories of corruption and scandal that lead to, any corporate takedowns. Nice. Yeah, I like that. And, and like we discussed before, that, that absolutely fits in with the bigger plan of starting the Neocorp and what we're doing. And again, everybody watching, I'll get into that after we discuss this life path stuff. But everything you just said, uh, great, lots of open opportunity there. I feel like since it's not tragic or good or whatever, maybe an ex-lover could be one of the females here that you know. 
Um, I know you have also established something within you and the exec in a crush situation. We can talk about it when uh, Cynthia gets into her life path. You also mentioned brother going to work for NCPD. We have a lawman here. Maybe he knows your brother or there's a tie there or is your brother if that's not bad. I, I don't know, but there could be something. I have two. I have two people in my life path that I could link to Looper's brother. Awesome. So I'll okay. wait until I get we get to, to me, but I'll, I noted it down. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And let's do this. Let's, uh, uh, Naomi. Let's dive into Cynthia. All right. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, she comes from an energy corp that focused on research and development. Uh, they were ruthless, profit-centered, willing to do bad things to good people. Um, they had different offices, but different divisions started kind of infighting with each other. She's kind of gotten away from that. She doesn't really have to deal with her boss per se. Um, she is Native American. She loved, She loves high fashion. One of her favorite things. Uh, she does value power. She's a bit power hungry. Uh, her most valued person is a friend of hers, but it's never really known who that friend is. I'm going to chat in a minute. Um, she does come from a family of executives. Uh, through a, some strange con conspiracy, they've all kind of gone missing or they're just gone or dead. She doesn't really know. They left for work one day and they didn't come home. And she was given custody over to another family member, um, which explains her like stable and serious demeanor. She tends not to get attached to people anymore because of that. Or nor does she trust anybody because she doesn't know who was in her home at the time that caused that whole thing where her parents just go missing. Uh, she does carry a diary, but no one's ever seen. She grew up in luxury because she grew up from executives. Uh, she does want fear and respect. Uh, as far as tragic love affairs goes, uh, she did have one. It just didn't work out. But as for her friends, she didn't grow up with any friends. When I rolled it, I rolled none. <laughs> so, Me too. Um, uh, she does have an ex-friend, though, who is her enemy, uh, which the outcome not looking too great for either of them. <laughs> nice. And what you mentioned before, a possible crush on Looper, right? Is that what I heard, what I read? Yes, she she finds him odd and interesting in the sense where his mentality and how he wants to go about taking down corporations, she finds it appealing because she's a part of that group, but she doesn't like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and I, I like that aspect of Cynthia, too, and I think with you guys starting up your Neocorp and that idea, and again, we'll get into that in a moment, uh, I think there can be some... You know, some of that can be the leverage that gets you to that point and the reason you like him and you're working together and it's a new angle because we do have to discuss your minion aspect. You know, typically if you were with a, a established corporation, you'd have your minion, you'd have your living expenses. All that. We're doing this a bit different with everyone starting up a Neocorp together, very small street level Neocorp and see where we can get it. Um, but I do want to give you a minion and I know that your team is lacking a net runner. So I was thinking maybe, um, you know, I'd play an NPC net runner. Um, and we'll work that we'll work that detail and let's go finish doing life paths and we'll revisit that idea. But I'd like to tie that into somebody else's life path if we can or if not into something with your life path to where it's not given to you by a corp. But maybe you met along the way that has the same interests and anti-corp thoughts, but still wanting that exact lifestyle, but from a different mentality. So you guys have aligned and they're like, fuck, I'll be your assistant. This is a whole new version of corp and assistant relationship. And they like that. But we'll figure that out. Um but yeah, let, let's keep it moving. Let's get uh, Simon. Why don't you dive in? 
All right. Um, so he uh, grew up. Ace grew up uh, in a family from. Well, he was born woof, from an Irish Italian mother and a French American father on the uh, eastern seaboard. He actually was. Uh, he grew up on a uh, floating offshore city. Uh, so he didn't set foot on American soil until he was like eight, ten years old. Um, and uh, when his family moved to Night City, basically the family was uh, – I rolled Edge Runners, but I changed it a bit because like on a Drift Nation, it kind of limited. Um, so they were they were fixers. They were, you know, troubleshooters for, for that specific offshore platform. Uh, and when they made enough money, they said, you know what, let's try to strike it rich in Night City. So they moved to the West Coast uh, and that went to shit. They, uh, the family broke apart, uh, you know, the, your regular issues, uh, losing jobs, money, poverty, and then homelessness. And then dad left to get some cigarettes and never came back. Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Sorry to laugh at that. That's horrible, but. No, yeah. Uh, they, they, they basically, his parents, he doesn't know. There's a lot of things that I'm going to say from his background, his life path that these are from his point of view. But there's a couple things that Simon knows that Ace doesn't. Uh, his family actually sold him. And no one came to pick him up. Oh. So, like, there was a, a corp that was, like, hiring children to work. And they never came. Oh, God. So he just stayed there. Grew up on the streets, and he realized that uh, some of the few people that were respected, quote-unquote respected, were the ones with the badge. So he was like, I want a badge. But he was brought up, uh, and even his like belief is honor and honesty. So he got kicked out of the NCPD. Um, he tried very hard to, to have a job. But here's what happened. Uh, he was working in Vice focusing on organized crime and uh, someone, another person in the NCPD threw me under the bus by pinning a crime on me, which could be Looper's brother. Okay. (laughs) Um, If you want. Otherwise I have three enemies and three tragic love affairs. Uh, Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I have no fucking friends. So, one of my enemies is a corporate exec uh, that basically was responsible for, uh, like, my constant demotions and and issues within the NCPD. Um, The other one was a person working for me that I betrayed. Oh. Uh, What they can throw at me is a powerful gang lord. So, I figure it might have been, if I was working in Vice, I might have betrayed, like, a... um, a narc and uh, like an informant that we had. And then I betrayed them because, you know, you, if you work for the cops, you're not a good person anyway. Uh, and then uh, the other one is an ex friend. You know, that guy who set me up and threw me under the bus. Yeah. That's uh, I rolled gonna rip their face off. Okay. So Looper, if you want that person to be your brother, we can, we can also fix it. So that, like, I might not know it's your brother. Like, he might have used another name. And 
That way we don't I don't have to like show up, you know, first game and be like, yeah, what's your brother's address? Right. (laughs) I want to talk. Then the problem with his love affairs. uh, Hot damn. His first lover. Went cyber cycle. Basically, he was going to tell on another cop and. uh, Max Stack got called to his apartment while he was at work. Apparently, his uh, girlfriend at the time went into psychosis, and Max Stack took care of it. Just as he was about to, to, to tell on someone. So, yeah. <laughs> um, my second lover was uh, actually my uh, partner uh, and was killed in a fight. Uh, we were caught in a shootout with a gang. I haven't established one. Like all of the names of everything in here are empty because of you know uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to plug in as, as many people as possible. So yeah, uh, firefight got hit, uh, caught in a crossfire. Partner died, and uh, and then kicked out of the cops. Blah blah blah. Then uh, he fell uh, because you know at this point I was like, okay, my life is a film noir. Like let's just embrace the stereotype. So the last one, actually, uh, instead of rolling, I chose it. Uh, he fell in love with a doll, and she was kidnapped, and he still hasn't found her. So he would need the help of, like, an investigative journalist and other well-connected people to try to find her. Okay. Yeah, see, maybe there can be some, you know, a couple things there, obviously. Um, you know, I can I can see that you have a potential exec role there that told you about the conspiracy thing and there could be something there with cynthia um there's the definite looper's brother thing my my issue there is if we decide you know i I like first off the out of character aspect of that you know it's not just in the forefront but is the type of thing that looper you know do you think it could be where you agree with Ace a bit when he came saying, hey, let's find my whatever. Then you hear his backstory. You're like, man, that's really fucked up. That, ha- that happened to you. Then in the future, we find out your brother. Are you, do you get along with your brother or don't get along with your brother? How is that relationship? Um, I mean, like, they, they kind of don't get along. Like, he, he loves his brother. But, I mean, like, at the same time kind of resents him for uh, leaving him to go join, you know, the NCP and, NCPD and uh, pretty much leaving him alone. But, I mean, you know, con- like – Confronted with that that knowledge of you know what what happened with Ace, like I think that Looper would probably deny it in his own head, but then at the same time when he found out, like would probably lose a lot of respect for his brother, like just like because he his brother has just been continuously proving more and more to be uh, unlovable to him a little bit, um, like um. no matter. Looper does try to show, you know, that he does care about his brother. His brother just keep pushing him further and further away. He's or, kind of person. Sorry, uh, I was going to say, or we go a step further. This is only what Ace thinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe your brother threw me under the bus so I could get fired so that, you know, maybe you there was a hit life. on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he saved my life that way. And he's like, I'm going to take the, the I'm going to take the hit. Like he's gonna hate me, but so at I least like, he's gonna be alive. Yeah, yeah, I like that a bit more. Um, you know, the reason yeah. I was poking at Looper and his relationship because obviously, like, you know, you don't like him, but you still love him. That being said, I would lean more towards what Simon just said. I really like that idea to where maybe it's a false positive or false negative. I don't know mm-hmm. the right wording there, but you know what I mean. Um, 
because of the fact you still do love your brother, even if you disagree with his job career choices and shit, you know, it would make more sense that route. So then you don't have to all of a sudden be like, fuck my brother. Let's yeah. get revenge. I'm going to help. Yeah, no, that's revenge. it. Uh, yeah. I, I like that a lot. That was good thinking. Oh yeah. Prefer to have faith in my brother restored rather than. Exactly. I love that. It's a good thing. You know, like maybe that and I'm, yeah. And I'm willing to start the game, not knowing that he's actually Looper's brother. Right. Oh, no, totally. I, I agree with oh, that yeah. 100%. I think the yeah. relationship would be best to start with that whole uh, missing person thing, right? You had uh, the missing lover or doll. Yeah, I have I have Cyber Psycho dead, killed in a firefight, and then uh, the last one was kidnapped. Jeez. Okay. And the kidnapped one, what is, what, is, what is she? Well, I said doll, but... Like someone in chat pointed it out. I don't think the dolls from 2077 existed in 2045. Right. But basically, she would be an escort. She would be a prostitute. Okay. Um, probably more a a prostitute than an escort, because he would not have had the means to meet afford. an escort. <laughs> yeah, he would not have been able to afford her or even be within those circles. Like yeah. because I I figure On with like the salary, no way. Yeah. Oh, an ex in CPD. Yeah, I've X. been I've been kicked out. I don't even have my 401k anymore. Like <laughs> I live in a cute hotel and I eat dog food. Yeah. No, I like that. Oh, by the way, I have I have a luck score of 2 to reflect how shit my life oh. has been. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yes. I like that he, you- he is I like the commitment. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I like that you <laughs> leaned into that, even though, yep. like, I mean, let's be honest, as a player, you want more than just two points of luck. So I like that yeah, you, I know. Yeah, you leaned wow. into that in an honest it way. Hurts. And that's fucking respectable, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, my life goal is to hunt down those responsible for my miserable life and make them pay. Love it. Go. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Valerie, why don't you dive into Phoenix? Okay. Well... Hold on, my earpiece is falling. I need better headsets. Uh, we'll get them. Let's, yeah, they're in the mail. Um, well, Phoenix, like I said, she's from the South. And um, her family is generally was living like a normal life. They weren't really, they're just average people living their day-to-day life. And um, a corporations came in and took over their area and booted them out, just kicked everybody out. And so they became nomads for a little while. They're moved around a lot all through the south and everything and i hated every minute of it because <laughs> i knew what it was to live in luxury and um i was actually born deaf and with them ki- being kicked out i wasn't able to get any of you know learn anything hearing i was just pretty much mutant learning as i go to communicate with everybody through the family um i learned how to drive fight from the family they kept me safe i was homeschooled um but I really had this urge of not being a nomad. I hated every minute of it. I wanted to be bling. So I always, anytime we find anything on the road, I dressed up and made myself pretty. So <laughs> I hated it. Um, but as I got older, what your piece She ended up, about well, when she turned about 18 or so, she ended up getting involved with the mob. And, um, and that's because prior to that, it, well, here's her kicker what made her go into that thing, She how she got her cybernetic arm. There was a huge car wreck with all, with everyone, and she lost her arm, and that was her cutting point. She was just like, you know what? I hate living like this. I just want to be stabled. She just went off with her gimpy arm and not hearing anything. She was like, I'm out of here. So she head towards the city, 
And she ended up, you know, coming across the, the mob. And I ended up selling my soul to the, what was it? The Spangali's family? Is that what I put? Um, yeah, we have it in there. And we can go into those details when the time comes. But yeah, I think it's... Uh, um, Pretty much. Nico, Nico Spangali or something. I need to look it up. Uh, it was a name that we did actually voting in the chat. And I think that, that name came from our, our very own Cyber Smiley, uh, who's here in chat. What's up, Will? <laughs> but in that meantime of her going through all that, she got addicted to a uh, Simcoe. Um, she she kind of liked it. And... Um, but she's very stern. She's very in, into her learning how to become a fixer with all that and fixing her problems and being glamorous and her control. She uses everybody for knowledge. Um, but when she goes and does her missions and does anything, she takes her synth coat before she goes into battle, does anything, and to she doesn't talk Southern anymore. She comes out with very brass, very loud, very obnoxious. She's very cocky. She might piss off one of you guys because she just blurts anything out of her mouth to get things done. Um, but when she's out, when she's not on her synth coast, she's very Southern, very soft, very polite, very direct because she wants everything to get done because she's actually you know, making all the deals. And she works on her part-time. She does wear artifacts. She tries to find things for her clients that exclusive little rare things that people want. They hit her up to get that kind of fun stuff. She's definitely in intelligent, outgoing, only when she's on Sid Coat. <laughs> and let's see what else I got on her for her. She wants to gain power and control. That is her main goal in life. She has one friend, someone on the streets. I don't have a name for the person yet. Um, I actually wrote for my lover, committed suicide. And I'm all alone. Mm. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> and and I'm very hard to get along with, I guess. Um, I, let's see, I have an ex. Oh, I do have an ex-friend. And every time, and we fought over probably the lover who committed suicide. Probably had enough of us fighting over his ass. So every time we see each other, if we do run across each other, we verbally attack each other. We <laughs> They're not very nice ladies to each other. And then I also have a booster gang um, after me who wanted me to become a fixer, and I turned them down. Um, so they're, they're anytime they see me, they try to hurt me or do something. And let's see. Oh, and her cybernetic arm has uh, a pop-up in it, a little sword that pops up and everything else. And she hates guns. Sorry, guys. Oh. Phoenix does not like guns. Kind of and, uh, <laughs> and she also has, uh, I didn't mention before, she does have tattoos on her, on her um, left arm. It's all the yings, all the monies. So she has like the euros, the dollar signs, all the money symbols all up and on this one. On her chest, she has a giant phoenix. And it blabbers up from the phoenix bird here. The chest flames up all the way up her neck to her chest. And then on her back legs, which she likes to show off on her backside, it says um, power and control down her legs. And like I said, she dresses very fancy for herself, even though she doesn't have the money. But she likes to make herself feel like she does because um, she's urban fashion. And then her nails are implanted, so she always changes them up and likes them long and fancy and flashy. And, yeah, then she has auto hearing. So she did end up selling her soul to get some hearing. So she can hear. She hears a lot. I think that's an important part there is that you did sell yourself to that mob family you know, to fix your hearing, your arm. And my arm. Yeah, basically get going. So now, you know, when they kind of own you. So when they hit you up, you pretty much got to do what they say. 
Um, but it does lead to potential gigs, you know, for you and the, the team to make some money sometimes. You never know. Um, but they do own you. So it's not, you know, it's not, not yeah. exactly a nice relationship, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I have no no uh, value, uh, like no valuable person. I left the whole nomad behind, pack behind, really don't know where my family is or anything. Like I said, once that accident happened, I was pissed and left. Um, and all the I carry is a photo, and I haven't decided what the photo is. That's my only yeah, prized possession. Yeah, and like I said, before any little details, you know, we'll figure out as we go. Um, this is really just to kind of connect the dots between uh, characters and such, but... Um, yeah. As you know, like in any game, as we go on, I'll be pulling things out of people's life paths and, you know, we'll get details going. Um, but, yeah, I see some potential already in there uh, for Phoenix to be connected to people, uh, whether that nomad upbringing leads to Ellie a bit or when you left that, maybe something with her nomad hookups or being a nomad um, helped you at least get to Night City initially. Maybe that's how you met. There could be something there with the whole nomad upbringing. Yeah, plus, yeah. plus you have the, uh, the ex-lover stuff. Um, you didn't have any friends in there, but like I said, it's not like we can't just drop another player in there and make it up and just ha have you know have right. it make sense. Um, but before yeah. we before we dive into details, let's get into uh, Ellie. Let's talk about the Nomad. Cool. I was just gonna say I have a feeling Phoenix and Ellie will probably know each other and get along because we actually have very similar backgrounds. Um, Perfect. Huh? That, that I'll get into right now, actually. So um, Ellie was born in a Nomad pack. Um, and that was her family background. Uh, the, the crisis though that I have is that, um, my family, most of my family did vanish. Um, so I, I think we were part of a pack, a smaller pack of like maybe a couple of dozen members outside of Night City and they vanished except for my twin sister. Um, so my twin sister, Emma, she is, uh, the most important person to me. Uh, the only thing is, I haven't seen her in years. Uh, the two of us kind of moved into Night City, and we basically our jobs for a while were we were like Uber. Uh, we were driving people around. Um, that was our big thing, uh, and I still do do that. Um, I just haven't found her. She also disappeared, um, but she is the closest person to me. And so, yeah, basically, my job as a nomad is I drive people around, get them where they need to be. Um, I am Uber. Uh, and <laughs> I do try to keep my vehicle very nice because of that. Um, I, I try to get it cleaned as often as I can. Uh, I keep the interior very nice. Uh, I usually keep like kibble packs in the back for people who come in. Um, so I just, I try to make it as welcoming as possible. And that also reflects in, you know, how I dress. I try to be not like uh, suit stuffy, but uh, you know, she tries to dress nice and uh, be presentable for people that she has to drive around. So, um, not, so not, the, not the typical nomad, like dusty leather exactly. road warrior look. So she tries exactly. to at least be a little, okay. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, but I think she grew up like that and uh, she kind of like, she had a phase where she was kind of like that nomad where, you know, her, her whole family was driving around in our big, vehicles and RVs and things. Um, her most valued possession is her first toolbox, so she kind of keeps that as a memento, like she had to always fix her old vehicles and things like that and her family's vehicles. Um, so, friend, I also rolled someone that I know from the street, so maybe that could be Phoenix. Uh, we know each other, just you know, maybe our nomad packs or clans knew each other. Um, and I also have a booster gang after me. So maybe we have a oh, similar enemy there too. Um, and yeah, we both are, you know, I think we both kind of are into fashion wear, or like, you know, like to dress up and things like that. So that might be another like kind of common ground there. But 
yeah, so I haven't, you know, fleshed out the details, but yeah, she has a booster gang after her, no tragic love affairs, and I think that's basically it for her. Okay. What yeah. was the what was the family upbringing? Uh, the family upbringing was nomad pack, or that was my, okay. uh, yeah. So learned to f- drive and fight early age. Um, yeah, I was in school. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. Very similar to Phoenix. I almost want to, uh, you know, like we can obviously, you know, make you guys friends as far as meeting up, even like maybe, mm-hmm. um, if she got you to Night City or something with the traveling, because that's what she kind of does around Night City, got you around, maybe even help back you up when that booster gang wanted you to work for them exclusively, Phoenix, and that's why you both have the same booster gang enemy. We could make that happen. Yep. But I'm almost yeah. interested to go even even deeper and say that maybe you guys are sisters or something and like come from the same nomad pack, but... You know, you, you when, when you, they got exiled, you stuck with the family, went the nomad route. Phoenix wasn't feeling it, took off, but then you met up later. I could see going that route too. But I do like the first thing I said as well, where you're just friends and met right. up and mm-hmm. helped each other in Night City and kind of went, went forth. Um, let's do this. Um, obviously, we were all listening to each other. I, I imagine ideas came into each other's heads as everybody else was talking and stuff. Uh, let's mm-hmm. kind of have this an open discussion. Um and discuss these things because as long as everybody is connected at least in one way to another person and then that person is somewhat connected to someone that's connected to someone else, it's not like everyone needs to know everyone. You know, you know what I mean? If somebody knows somebody that knows somebody else, they can all be connected to start this Neocorp. And let me explain that so chat knows what's going on. Um, this team is going to be starting off uh, running their own Neocorp. They're going to be running a media company. And um, we kind of discussed this prehand that it's, I, I think we, we decided it's a media company uh, with the intention of putting out as much truth as possible, right? Do you decide on truth or fake news? I can't remember. But then going to kind of bring down evil corporations, evil people, gangs, you know, trying to be good or what? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the vibe I got out of that? Right. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you guys are starting up in Neocorp. Obviously, it's super small. It's just the five of you with the exception of Cynthia having uh, the minion Netrunner that comes around sometimes when you, when you need him or her. And you know we can decide that in a moment. But um, yeah, you have the Neocorp. You're starting this little uh, uh, you know media company. It makes sense to me with what the characters are. I can see how everyone kind of fits in in the sense that obviously Looper is the media. He's you know, sourcing, uh, leading based on rumors and sourcing, you know, his sources for, for getting proper evidence to break a, uh, a story. Cynthia being exec could help kind of the bookkeeping, the networking, the business side of running that uh, corporation. I can see uh, Ellie, you know, being the nomad when it comes to traveling, maybe a little bit of muscle when needed when, when some of these missions get sticky, um, plus like family hookups. Uh, Ace being ex-lawman, I could see him with, with the turmoil aspect maybe that connection to Looper, getting involved with the Neocorp, because hell, you need a fucking job. You need to make some money. You're hard up. Um, the few people I, you actually I, trust here, right? Yeah, right. and I also, you know, my my values are honesty and, and honor. So, like, truth works. Perfect. And and these these assholes that are bringing everyone down, like, I'll, I'll gladly help them. I figured I was probably going to be more like the security person for the Corp. But he's a social person. Like he has a. Okay, cool. I dumped a lot of skills in social. So. Nice. Yeah, my first thought was was uh, going to be 
and this is obviously I, I was I wanted to wait till we all talked about it, but just on role uh, thoughts, you know, you being the lawman uh, and Ellie, you know, Tracy being the nomad with Ellie, I, I pictured those two being able to be a bit of security or muscle when needed, uh, aside from the specifics of what those roles have hookups to. And we can kind of figure out how Ace maybe can have some backup so it makes sense. Because I don't want to hold back anybody's, you know, role ability. I don't want to take that from anybody. That's why I said let's figure out how Cynthia can have a minion even though she's not with her own corp. Let's figure out a way so you can call backup when you need it. You know, like, Um, I think that's fair. I had an idea. Okay. Uh, And if it works with everyone, uh, it's a biker gang. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. I like that. So cool. it's, it's you know, people that maybe the, uh, you know, I helped hide from the NCPD or something. Fix the um, tickets. You know, yeah. And, um, like, I'm thinking, like, Sons of Anarchy type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only problem with that, and we can talk about that, Rob, later on, if it changes over the course of the game, is the bikers kind of fit for the first like two types of um oh right right I know of backup because like it's the beat cup and then yeah. it's like the SWAT or whatever like that can fit but when you get to the higher tiers and you have like the investigators and everything like we're I have ideas but it really will depend on how the game like where the game takes us yeah um but like yeah I I literally do not want to call on the NCPD. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I would rather be, you know, a little different, be creative with it. Still giving you that yeah. role ability, but putting a twist oh, yeah, on it. You know, I love that. Put a twist on And I love the biker gang idea. And when the time comes that, you know, you get to the rank where it's not making as much sense with the biker gang, we can bring in, like, you know, the elite division or bosses of that biker gang or some other version of it. Or like you said, you have other ideas too that's not NCPD, but maybe something else that can make sense when yep. you get up to those ranks. Perfectly fine with that. And, you know, uh, you, me, uh, Tracy, you know, we're all, we're all fellow GMs and DMs here and stuff. So when that time comes, like I'm totally open. And that goes to other players too, everybody, you know, uh, Naomi, William, Val, anybody. You know, creative thoughts, I'm, I'm always uh, open to hear ideas from everyone. I love to incorporate I, I you know, as much as I, I think, you know, I'm coming up with great creative ideas. Everyone thinks they're a genius and so smart and creative and whatever. I'm also smart enough to know that, I, you know, I don't know everything. And, man, you're you're as strong as all the components, you know, just as, you, you know, you're strong as your weakest link, so to speak. So, like, the strength behind that, I feel like, man, all of us are creative thinkers. We've all played before. We're, you know, into all this role playing and stuff. So, uh, you know, anything like that as the time goes, I'm open to anyone kicking out ideas and uh, messaging and, and all that stuff. So, I left it in the Discord. Um, oh, okay, perfect. So that everyone can see, and like, if anyone has something cool, I'm I'm all up for it. I'm all open. Okay, awesome. Yeah, once we get up to those ranks and stuff, we'll revisit that idea and we'll have it make yeah. sense to whatever the campaign's doing at that time, wherever it ends up. You know, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, um, you know there could be something where. Uh, you know, that, that handles the role ability, the backup that the exact, like I said, we'll work out a way where you have an assistant net runner or somebody that, that, like I said, morally aligns with what you're doing, but still fits in with that court vibe and loves the idea of this neo court media thing you're doing. So like he or she really wants to not only help you as an exec, but they're happy to be part of the team. They look at this like, hell, this is going to be, you know, a corporation one day. It's, it's going to come up. They believe in it. So we'll make that, we'll, we'll get into those details outside of session zero. And as we move forward. Um, but as far as everybody knowing each other, okay, I think, you know, we said Cynthia had a crush on Looper. 
right? So maybe over the course of time, just breaking cases, you know, uh, putting out stories, doing that, you, you crossed paths. The common alignment, again, being the whole anti-corp thing. Maybe there's something there. And it would it is, I know we said Cynthia had a slight crush on Looper. Does Looper kind of feel it back? Like, oh, this is an interesting exec. She's not typical. She's actually the, the anti-exec exec. Um, or is it the type of thing Looper doesn't like, or she just kind of has a crush on him? How how does that work? He, I mean, like he he doesn't show. It. He's playing hard. He'd be playing hard to get. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> definitely, like you know, is he definitely has an interest in her. He's 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 warm to her, but I mean, like, and still play. You know, give her the little bit of the teasing, cold shoulder type of deal, and like. And I also uh, remember we talked about a couple of days ago that the possibility of how we initially met was through. Cynthia being kind of a party girl growing up between like her teenage, late teenage years and just wanting to party all the time. And she ended up running into Looper. Hmm. And then. Yeah. No, I like that. I think that would be much better if like, you know, you met when you were younger and then maybe cross paths again later. Um, Cynthia sticking around and flirting because she kind of has a thing for him. him, maybe having a thing, but like you said, playing it hard to get. But then obviously since you've known each other that long, you've talked about, you know, you being a media wanting to start your own Neocorp, Cynthia being the anti-exec exec, like hell, this is a Neocorp I could actually be an exec with and it's not your typical corp that I can't stand. So it kind of works out. Maybe maybe you guys were the ones that, that started it initially, the initial idea of it. We'll say that. Um, now, you know, we lightly talked about Ellie and Phoenix, Ace and Looper, right? So I can kind of see the connection between Ace and Looper with the brother thing, and, I, and, and, and we'll define that relationship. I liked some of the ideas we said earlier. I don't want to dive too much into that because I don't want to define that yet. I think it'll be fun to see how that story plays out without giving away too much of the plot twists, but I do like the options that we talked about earlier. Let's go that route. What were you going to say? I might have an idea for uh, if we want to change the biker gang a bit. It'll be up to you, uh, Rob and, and uh, Tracy and uh sorry ellie and uh phoenix mm-hmm. what if my backup is just like the nomads from their clan oh yeah okay that way i could sort of know them totally yeah yeah, yeah. either by name or like we've we've seen each other at a kegger or whatever mm-hmm. yep played the guitar I'm... around a trash yeah. can fire <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe something you know how the nomad pack uh, as far as phoenix you know they were exiled or pushed out if we kind of combine right. that thought with ellie like it's the same nomad pack if we want to go the family route like y- y'all were sisters you know um it could be the thing like they were exiled pushed out obviously forced into being nomads having to travel you know go that life route maybe through that you know they came across night city when you all got phoenix there because you didn't want to do that and you, you got it and and there was some tiff or issue between the family and ncpd and they were doing fucked up shit obviously ace being the honest guy didn't like that you know that how they were treating him or something maybe there's something there you know um right. of a way that ace met the nomad family and got friendly and and you all as a family regardless if phoenix went off to be a fixer ellie went off to be a private nomad on her own in night city and the family went off to travel um, that kind of connected. Everyone was like, man, what what an awesome uh, lawman here to kind of fuck up his whole relationship with NCPD to, to back up what's right. Maybe there's something there. And that kind of gives that um, beyond just being friendly, but like, hell, backed up your family and did the right thing. Like you, ha- you, you trust this guy. You know, because one thing I want to do is, you know how it is in Cyberpunk and in Night City, typical games where they're like, everyone's an edge runner. You all work together. You do jobs. You trust each other because you're making money together. That's cool. But I think if if we can tie in things like this where it involves family and right. like 
really going against the grain, but morally aligning with the other players, it really sets that shit, you know, it cements that relationship to me where it's more than just lightly brushing over, oh yeah, you make money, you all know each other, okay, let's get to playing. I really want to make it, have it make sense, you know what I mean? And that's where I think family and shit like that really comes to play. What a great idea, Simon. Um, so let's let's pull the Nomad Pack in as your backup. Okay. Um, any thoughts on how to make that work? Obviously, I said my idea, like maybe, maybe uh, when Phoenix is part of the family when they were younger, decided to go off to Night City, Ellie, you and the family took her there to start the new life. You decided to stay to be with your sister to kind of help her get going while you continue to be a nomad in the city and stuff, but independently, the family moved on. But during that time is when something bad happened with NCPD where Ace had to step in and Well, maybe it's when I lost my arm. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's right. That's right. You lost your arm. Maybe maybe instead of a car accident, you lost your arm, something to do with NCPD or when you first got there and Ace had your back or something. I don't know. There could be something there. Expanding off of that, I actually considered, because I lost my family to a conspiracy, that maybe that whole conspiracy is part of the reason why Ace ended up having to get fired or got framed. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I would have I stuck my nose where I wasn't supposed to, and that's why we know each other, but mm-hmm. that, that's, that's cool. There you go. And for- because, look, if you know her that way... And then you know Phoenix and Ellie through the family and what happened there. Phoenix and Ellie, Ellie know each other because of the relationship. Looper and Cynthia know each other from the past and, you know, the, the crush thing. And then working together, starting the corp, it all kind of ties in. Yeah. And that's how Looper and Cynthia would have met Ellie and Phoenix would be through Ace at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like that. Um, the only... Uh, the only thing here is, okay, I can see how all the morals align, right? Because everyone's like anti-corp. Everybody, um, you know, had, had kind of a fucked up childhood and maybe looking for a way like, hey, aside from all these side hustles and gigs and independent lifestyle and everyone's struggling, let's get together and join Looper and Cynthia with this media corp and maybe do that um, and start something together. That all makes sense. My only thing I'd like to define here is the fact that Phoenix the Fixer which you all would need as a neocorp. It's a great asset having someone that can network and culturally pull into different parts of town. And it's a lot of role play there. But, um, you know, she sold herself to a mob family to do what she needs to do. And she is a fixer where, you know, like you described, uh, Phoenix, you know, you put on the Southern charm to get what you need. But by but by no means are you like, you know, that, that innocent Southern charm girl that's kind of yeah. put on to network and do what you need to do to, to advance as a fixer. You know, you're trying to get to the top. So it's not like your morals, like I can see how everyone else is the anti-corp and that, that moral side, but Phoenix seems a little more on that like neutral chaotic side, if you will, not that that exists in cyberpunk, but you get my point. Right. Um, I'd love to make have that make sense somehow. Any thoughts there from anybody? Or is that fine? Does that not rub anyone the wrong way? Like she could just kind of be... Uh, you know, the fact that her sister is Ellie um, and got in with Ace and then through that met Looper and Cynthia. To Phoenix, it might just be like, hell, this is another opportunity for me to go make money. I'm a fixer. Like, yeah, I got to work for the mob and I have to do that shit. I have other clients on the side. I try to source exotic things once in a while. But here's like a nine to five sort of feeling where I can use my fixer skills and networking to maybe make some side cash daily with this team. That could work too. Um, yeah. yeah. Because- go ahead. Uh, I mean, I could imagine that, you know, like that I need a information broker. Sometimes I probably need to contact someone like a fixer, like Phoenix. And so, you know, I've, I, I mean, I, it, it's possible that I could have, you know, sourced information from her before for one of my stories. Um, yeah. And it could have came about like, you know, if Ace is 
down with Cynthia because of his past and like, you know, uh, uh, going against the grain of NCPD and both aligning with that. And then he comes into your neocorp. Cynthia's like, hey, Looper, this is Ace. You know, we had some shit back in the day. I can trust him because he, you know, we went against NCPD together kind of. And this is how this works. And then through that beginning of the neocorp, I could totally see Ace saying, oh, you need you need someone that can maybe help you, you know, source some information or networking and things. Like I actually know this fixer, uh, her, mm-hmm. and her, her and her sister back in the day, uh, you know what I mean? I, I help them with their nomad family against NCPD too. Like I trust them. They trust and, me. I could maybe bring them in. I could see Ace saying that. What do you think? Um, yes. And I think if, uh, if Phoenix wants to, the reason why I got in the good graces of your family is because theoretically you're a nomad in Night City. If you get into a car accident or whatever, like nobody's going to care for you. But I did. Hell yeah. There you go. Like, I like what if Ace, Ace took her to the hospital and was like, you're going to fix her because, well, he didn't know. He probably said she's a good kid. Um, he, he didn't know he would come to regret those words one day. Um, <laughs> but, like, something like that. Like, he did something that you wouldn't expect. Well, I and like the, nomad, like the family yeah, was like, you know what? Good. Yeah. Could even have been the mob if I saved an asset from them for them like hey it's a good point well i like yeah. i like i like the saving of her and the the nomad not getting treated you know the family not getting treated right by ncpd you being the one that like did what's right. quote unquote right to do morally you know it aligns you with everyone else's morals and that it instantly bonds you with that family allows that to be back up when ncpd fucks you after that because the family that you saved is like they did like what the hell you know so now they have your back the family mm-hmm. loves you. You know, the sisters would love you for that. And it ties in uh, uh, Phoenix missing the arm if it was an accident that did it at that time. And you literally kind of saved her life by doing that because she could have bled out. Nobody would have cared, you know? I kind of like that a lot. Uh, yeah, and then, like and then that Phoenix, idea. Yeah, and Phoenix, as far as you being, you know, morally flexible as a fixer to kind of get as much power, money, and knowledge as you can because you want to advance. The fact that he did save your life aside from helping your family – that's yeah. the one time where, fuck, you know, out of everyone that I'm willing to, you know, may- maybe screw over to get what I need out of power. This is the team that you don't because it's your sister. Right. It's the guy who actually saved your life and yeah. helped your family. And then the people that he trusts and vouches for who are who started the company that's giving you this opportunity. I can. T- this is kind of tying together. I can, I can yeah, really I can, feel I it. Yeah, I can play nice. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I can are feel we that. Still, are we still having um, Ellie have her twin that we, her twin sister? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and even if we're like sisters, maybe not by blood, but I, I'm sure, you know, no, nomad cl- packs are yeah, like yeah. family, basically. Yeah. So maybe Pretty we're much. not sisters yeah. by blood, but we're like basically sisters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a sounds, lot. Oh, and I see a sounds good. capricious nature here. Uh, most smoking kills had to dip. I see uh, uh, you priority left, but bye. You'll see it in the VOD. Giving you a shout out. Uh, Zach, <laughs> capricious nature. He's starting up our scream sheet project here on the Cyberpunk and Censored Discord. Um, says already talked about session zero stuff we discussed yesterday. Yes, I did. Uh, we covered all the the lines and veils and things at the very beginning of session zero. I like to knock that out first just to get a feel for everybody, um, and then I just explained my GM style of just not being all combat, all role play, all whatever. It's a little bit of everything, um, but we did cover uh, where what everyone's comfortable with. That that was at the beginning. So anybody that missed that during the live stream, you'll be able to check it out in the VOD version and backtrack. Um, what's up, Quincy? I saw you were there. Uh, Shields, what's up? Um, yeah, I think I, I think all that is making sense. 
Um, so that puts Looper and Cynthia together. Cynthia through Ace because of that relationship. Ace with Ellie and Phoenix through the, the family. Ellie and Phoenix through the family. Yeah, it all ties together. And like I said, it, it makes sense to be, you know, morally connected because of the way that all that shit went down, you know? It allows you to be able to honestly trust each other and morally align in, in, in a fucked up city of night, you know, in Night City, which is rare. So that's great. Um, the thing that we didn't discuss was the, uh, the, the, the media neocorporation, uh, neocorp uh, itself. Did we think of a name? We know it, it's, you're, you're basically trying to put out truth. You're trying to take out bad guys, you know, for, for lack of details, just generally speaking here, you know. Um, what's the name of the publication and how do you put it out? We talked about, you know, traditional zine, newspaper style, digital formats. Uh, how, how, how do all you picture this neocorp that you, you guys are doing? Um, <laughs> no, 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 I was just going to say this people in chat have a good idea, a good suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just saw that too. What was it? I, I didn't see it. Uh, at least twin could be Cynthia's net runner. Oh yeah, there you go. That could be the uh, the yeah. NPC. So there's even more to it. So then it could be like Ellie and Phoenix with that, and then the other sister. Um, yeah. You know, could that's know... how you found her. <laughs> I was gonna say, which would probably be a surprise to Ellie that um, you know her sister is like being employed by you know an exec, um, which may cause like some interesting tension. I, I think that would be kind of cool. Um, so yeah doesn't like get who Cynthia really is like she doesn't know her she doesn't really know her off the hand yeah yeah well, I, I like, like that. that yeah and then yeah. how would the how would the sister come about with that you know going from the nomad family getting into net running um you know if if we do play off on the story um that you know Phoenix wanted to get out of the nomad stuff go become a fixer and stuff you kind of wanted to still do nomad but maybe a little independent so you sisters decide to go to night city all that shit went down that ace saved the family and phoenix's life all that ties together and stuff what was your sister doing during all that coming up and let's let's at least just chat about right. that connection to cynthia so we know it i think she was probably also pretty independent um and likely just kind of branched off and did her own thing um she probably didn't feel connected to the nomad life either uh basically that's probably the reason why we all kind of left the family and left and came into night city and started our own lives um so she probably i like to think that she's yeah a bit more independent and started doing that running and um you know she always kind of had a knack for that and I think Ellie doesn't fully support it, but she will do what she can to, you know, she's not going to hate her sister for it, but she thinks it's kind of like, why are you doing this? Um, but I think maybe that her sister, Emma, is trying to make a name for herself and do something kind of different. And it sounds similar to Phoenix, too, to where maybe maybe a little family dynamic there could be like you know ellie's still in good graces with the family i mean everyone is your sister and phoenix nobody hates each other but maybe there is a little bit of like you know the family is like phoenix when are you gonna fucking quit with the fixer shit and get back to being a nomad or at least be like your sister if you're gonna do it independently at least still do the family shit you know like yeah yeah we were forced into the nomad life and stuff but we, we picked it up and we respect it and we're doing it honorably and it's what we what we have you know yeah. Um, so maybe there's something yeah. there and maybe there can even be a little bit of, uh, um, tension. Like, you know, if Emma and Phoenix, you know, the family comes around, Ace calls for backup, right? Family comes around, 
they love Ellie, they love everybody, they're there to help, they love Ace, but maybe they always give a little bit of shit to Emma and Phoenix, you know? There could be mm-hmm. something there because they went off to right. be a net runner and fixer. I like that. Yep. That's fun. I like I like the family tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Family yeah. tension. And that's true in life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes it very real. I have a yeah. sister. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, let's see. Make sure I didn't miss anything else in chat. Uh, Frank. She's the black sheep. Exactly. Yeah. Her Phoenix Emma mm-hmm. can both be kind of somewhat considered black sheep, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see. Net running nomad. Exactly. You are all using the vehicles of red. They can be used the proto full AI on vehicles for driving and hacking. Oh yeah. Let me, let me not forget that, uh, uh, capricious nature here. Zach, uh, who's leading up the stream sheet project also has made some great assets. If you go to cyberpunkuncensored.com, uh, you know, we have like fillable auto filling character sheets, char sheets, and not just uh, deck cards and program cards, all kinds of cool stuff there. Um, but he made this whole uh, vehicle expansion, which covers all kinds of vehicle stuff. It's nice. amazing. So everyone should check that out. And um, Ellie, you should definitely go check that out. Um, I have no problem in the future. I mean, we'll balance a bit. Some of those vehicles are military. You know, some things get a bit intense. Um, but mm-hmm. it does give you more options and more things to look into if you're interested as a nomad. And those are there. Cool. Um, yeah, I think we covered uh, the the you know the character dynamics. Everyone knowing each other, it all makes sense to me. And it's not like you know when we get into session one, two, as we go on, that you know we're gonna play out this past stuff. I just really love going over it in session zero. So just in the back of all of our heads, these characters make sense. We're invested in them, and it feels real. And thus, our gameplay is just more immersive. You know what I mean? I, I think it, it it matters when all those little details are. Even if they're just in the back of your head, it just it makes more sense and it feels better that way. And same with chat. I want, I'm glad everyone tuned in. That's why I like streaming session zeros. It's not just to go over the gameplay stuff, but really to introduce the players and characters to everybody that's going to be watching. And hopefully it makes everybody that's into the streams more invested in our gameplay and our characters too. Hopefully you guys you know, have your favorite or you like the dynamics here, some, some of the things to it, and you're looking forward to some of the life path stuff coming into play in the future. And that's the idea here. But, um, but that being said, is there anything that we missed as far as tying in life path stuff? Any other ideas that came into anyone's heads that, that you didn't say earlier that let's say it now? Anything else? And, and same did, with chat. What was that? I did. I forgot actually. Um, Cynthia has ritual scars. Doesn't know where they came from. Oh. She has ritual scars on her body. Nice. Nice. Oh, and I think Phoenix, you forgot, uh, you have the, the Phoenix with the flames going up the neck. You have all the money symbols up one arm, you know, yen, dollar, right. euro. Did you mention the power and control down your thighs? Yeah, on my oh, thighs. That's why I wear a skirt a lot, because I like to show that off. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> maybe I didn't hear you mention it. <laughs> yeah, and when I go into no. combat, a lot of the times I put on pants, but majority of the time she's in a skirt. She likes to show off her legs, because she, she's all about power. <laughs> <laughs> Power and control. What was that? Even though she's going to get along with Phoenix so fast. Yeah, no, totally. When you were describing (laughs) Cynthia, I saw like a a connection, that personality type too. I really like how all this is coming together. It's really cool. And she lives in a hotel. She paid off for the thing. She works out of a lobby of a hotel. Oh, that's right. She definitely paid off for, you know, a month in advance of a couple of lifestyle choices. Yeah, and I know, Simon, we talked about that. But if anyone else missed that in the private uh, team chat, I do want to do that, you know, as part of your expenses. At least cover your food and your your living, you know, hotel, kibble, whatever it's going to be. Um, just pay that up front. That'll cover the month. You know what I mean? And then we'll revisit that in the future. I know this is a monthly ongoing, so it's going to be a while depending on how we run gameplay and if there's cliffhangers and such. But at least initially pay for that. Um, Looper, I think you were going to say something a moment ago. Did I cut you off? Well, I was just going to say that he has 
you know, light tattoos basically to like highlight his features so that if he is on camera, there isn't any need to like put on makeup, you know, like his face will still, <laughs> oh, yeah. still pop. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I remember you putting Mark. that in the chat. I'm glad you mentioned that. I think that's a creative use of light tattoos. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, that when, when he goes on camera, he can do that and instantly not need makeup. So if you're out and about doing like a remote thing, something comes up, oh, quick, let's get this on camera. You can always at least look good. <laughs> that's oh, that's cool. right. And my eyes, I have the contacts. I changed my eye colors. Oh, yeah. Shift, oh, shift tax. Yeah. Shift tax. So yeah. next time you see her, she'll have different color eyes. Yeah, yeah. And if we missed any like little quirks of looks and personality and things obviously like like you know how it is the second you stop streaming or you walk away from the table like oh fuck i forgot to mention this you know, you know like it always yeah. happens yeah. but no stress when we get into session zero as we go as things come up we'll get more into detail and these things will kind of surface you know it always happens that way um let me just double check chat make sure we don't miss anything thank you it's just under 50 pages are oh, you talking about the vehicle expansion thing i believe it's just under 50 pages yeah, it's big. New new vehicles, modifications, customization. Yeah, it's great. Everyone should go check that out. Um, so we just got to come up with a name, huh? Yeah, let's get back to the Neocorp. I think I think everyone's tied in. Yeah. I, got, I personally have a good yeah. feel for the character's personality, their background things. Um, now that I heard the ideas of it, it's even easier for me to look at everyone's character sheet and totally understand things. And um, I'm satisfied with that if everyone else is. Yes. Let's talk about yep. the Neocorp. Let's, let's figure that out. Um, we know you guys want to be you know, positive. You want to kick out real news, not fake. You're not trying to, um, you know, just make money. You're trying to be good guys. Does that include like, would you put out fake news if it means like it can fuck up a bad guy? Would you do that? Or do you still stay true to like real shit no matter what against the bad guys? Like where, where do you, how to, how does that work? How flexible? Looper. Uh, I mean, he, he wants to tell stories of like real scandal and like real corruption. Like he might not like a corporation, but I mean, like he, I mean, if if someone's bad, he might be willing to like bend the rules, but you know he doesn't want to be throwing out lies out there. He wants to be showing like this is really happening going on over here. Like, oh, you want to yeah. muddy up the waters? Mm. Yeah. And I mean, name one corp that doesn't have dirt. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why invent things when, like... Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah, that being said, have, has anybody thought about uh, the way that you put out your stories or media and then potential names for the Neocorp? I think Looper oh. thought of an idea or two. I think you put in the chat. But has anybody... anybody uh, did anybody read those or think of other ideas too? Or yeah. I'm Looper, I kind of like the pirate radio idea that someone put in the chat. That was pretty cool, where we're traveling around and kind of catching things on the fly. I always thought that was kind of cool, but I feel like we definitely be the type of neocorp, the type of media corporation that would be at a dinner party, all kind of hidden and just pop up like, "Haha, we all got you, you lied." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one of us has to undergo body modification to look like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> You've been cyberpunked. <laughs> oh my god. Cyberpunked. Oh my god. Oh. The pun was just waiting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that name. I also, what was the other one, uh, uh, William Looper? Didn't you have. But, uh, it, it meant truth in Greek or something, right? So, yeah, you put my education. 
I might have been. I mean, I don't speak Greek, so I mean, I don't. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe that means truth in Greek. Yeah, it does. Um, what was it? What was the name? What I don't what? remember the name. That what was it? What was that word? Veritas. V e r i t a s. Veritas. All right. Yeah. So in chat, so far we've got Veritas. We've got Pirate Radio, right, or something along those lines. Um, any other ideas and any twists she's, on that? Oh, she's also the goddess of truth for the um, the Romans. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. oh that's really? even more appropriate. That's, that's where the word truth in French comes from. Okay, per- yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I honestly like Veritas more than Pirate Radio because obviously the word radio. I instantly think like, oh, it's a radio publicate, you know, a, a radio media company. Yeah. But if that's what you're doing, that makes sense. Like I said, you tell me, what do you guys, how do you picture this media company? If you were in Night City trying to put out this shit and take out bad guys and shit, um, how would you put out your media? I mean, I, like I said, I have a, a video camera on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to be getting plenty of video, but I also, you know, and if I have a net runner, then we could definitely like do like a live stream type of thing where we can yeah. hack into local stations and be broadcasting immediately if needed. Yeah, if you guys are, are you know, filming and or streaming any type of stories that you're, you're trying to break or things, you know, you're trying to pursue. I could see you having, a, you know, one, taking that footage, taking that stuff. Once you can, you know, put it together with enough evidence and you, you get all that together, you know leaning towards that media rollability stuff right now in, in, in this discussion. Once you have that all together as, as, a, as a whole, I can totally see you selling that, you know, to N54 or bigger uh, corp, media corporations that are maybe bigger than you, but sell it up the chain, you know, up the line, the, the things that you put together, the stories. But you can also put it out yourselves, obviously, because you are your own neocorp. Um, you can sell it to others. That's how you, you make your money if you're not looting along the way or doing whatever you do along the way. But... Um, but you can also put out your own. Like maybe you put those videos and things together and you have your own like page on the garden or something, you know, where you yeah. constantly upload and stream from and you're trying to build a fan base to that. Um, could be something along those lines. What does everyone think? That's I kind of like us trying to build our own like brand, like build it up. But, you yeah. know, we still need to make money. So maybe we do sell some stuff to, you know, Net54 or whatever and, you know, try <laughs> yeah. to get that, get some money. But like we're trying hard to yeah, build we our keep own the brand. big stories to ourselves and give the little scrappy stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, here, take this shit over here. <laughs> yeah. I also, yeah. I, I feel you on that too because I'm really excited you guys having your own Neocorp and see about building it. So maybe it can be the type of thing like, um, you know, it depends on how you play it. You know, you can, put all focus on these stories and things you're pursuing um, for your own Neocorp to build it up as long as like to survive along the way as you're breaking these cases, you know, you're, you're looting what you can get away with along the way, as long as you're taken from the bad and it's going to yourself, you know, like Robin Hood style, you know, it's not really yeah. morally bad if you're taken from evil people. Right. Um, but it could be that route, but there's also going to be side gigs. Let's not forget, you know, Phoenix is owned by the mob. Plus she has clients that, hit her up once in a while to find rare, weird things. Um, everyone is going to have side hustles, obviously, like if there's a week downtime, you know, things like that. And if I can work it in where aside from breaking stories and stuff, so, you know, family or somebody calls, oh, man, I can pay you guys if you can just help do this and that. So 
there will be opportunity to make money aside from the Neocorp, but I do like what Tracy just said in the sense that everyone's main focus is trying to build up this Neocorp and turn it into a real corp and an income and a thing. I think that would be really exciting if we build it up like yeah. that. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. So we have our own like page on the garden. We're just, we're trying to build it up. Yeah. yeah I yeah. like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I do Struggle as content creators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then with your, with you driving people, you can definitely listen in to people's little gossips and shit. Like, oh, look what I heard. Mm. Yeah. Because I've done Uber in real life, and I hear some crazy shit people say. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> You're like, God damn, sitting in the car with you. <laughs> and that that's kind care. of that kind of puts a trustworthy source for you looper because medias do have their sources that they have to get their leads from and maybe ellie it's another tie-in ellie you yeah. know through the other ties and meeting her through ace knowing cynthia and, and all that you know and, and the family through ace maybe pulling in like you know actually i pull people around i can actually potentially be a source for you she says you know like yeah. i could see that working in that's a great idea uh phoenix yeah she tries to drive like some level of high profile individuals at, you know, she's been trying to build up a reputation as a, as a driver. And so maybe I do pull in some people who we could get for some sources and things like that. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. People talk on their agents and forget other people are around them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Hit record on your phone. Yeah. And your agent. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I see a uh, uh, Frankie McSpank. What's up, Frankie? I'm glad you were able to make it to the live stream. I know uh, normally when we do the live stream, you have to hit the VOD because of the kids and stuff. I know, I know, I know you always got to dive into dad duties and you can never really get into the gaming as much, but you're here and that's awesome. I'm glad you were able to make it work. Um, he said Sherwood Media playing in on the Robin Hood angle. I love that name too. I got to be honest. Cool. I love Veritas more because of like the deeper definition of it and the goddess thing but god what a great idea frankie i love mm -hmm. that too sherwood media yeah. that's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah i really like that we should put up a poem by our first session we'll have oh yeah name. yeah we could <laughs> do that too idea. yeah yeah because mm -hmm. we, we're not gonna agree because they're all good <laughs> yeah let's yeah, do that things the hardest part <laughs> yeah, yeah totally <laughs> um, did you hear that part simon uh were you oh I, I heard everything okay cool cool i just i couldn't i didn't want to shout over. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that a lot. Um, I really like that poll idea. Good thinking, Val. Um, we've done that before uh, when we named the doggy, remember? Um, yeah. In the previous uh, sessions. Let's do that. I'm going to put together a poll. I'll put it on the Cyberpunk Uncensored uh, group on Facebook. I'll put it on the Cyberpunk Uncensored Patreon. Um, I'll try to link. Uh, I, we can do. Uh, I can put on the YouTube community. I think we can pull a poll through Twitter. We'll just try to make a bunch of polls. All of us will try to post them on all social media and share them. And then by the time we get into session one, um, we'll revisit and we'll see uh, what wins. But right now, it looks like we've got that Veritas. We've got um, Sherwood Media. I like both of those a lot. Um, if anyone has any other ideas, uh, kick it out now. And also keep in mind, if we end the stream and move on um, and somebody thinks of an idea for it, feel free to comment on the VOD on YouTube. I check that all the time, so I'll see it and I'll add it to the poll. Um, or you can shoot me a direct message. Um, I'm very accessible I'm online, like fucking all the time. I never sleep. So you can yes. hit me up and I'll reply. <laughs> um, let's see. Ask for more ideas before you make the poll. No, exactly. That's what I want to do. I want to get more than just two, obviously. Um, <laughs> let's see. Grizzle was the homie. Yes, he was. He was a cute doggy. Um, he got he got fucked up, got caught on fire and stuff. But the team Fire saved him and he came back and he became their doggy. He was awesome. Um yeah, it'd be great if we just think of at least one more so we can have three for the poll. And then we'll add more as we go. Oh, nameless media. I like that too. Oh, 
Very ambiguous. I like that too. Plays in the team name list that that Val came from, kind of. Ideas, Synth Media Loop or Synth Media Central, Night City Sagas. Oh, I like all of those, Capricious. Yeah. The synth stuff, I know yeah. Phoenix will like that because she likes that synth coke. I do not <laughs> And I'm excited. And Cynthia's name. Cynthia kind oh, yeah. of goes off of Cynthia. That's true. <laughs> she's, the, she's the star of the Oh, that's no. true, too. If she's the exec running it, that yeah. would kind of make yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm really the type of exec that will look at, like, the paparazzi up front and be like, mm-hmm, no, bye. <laughs> I've had enough of it through my 18 years. I've had enough of you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> like, the on set, like, just doesn't want to be, you just stay back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people to know I'm there. I'm just, I, I just need a bankroll. Oh, like nice. oh, Fox, Fox Media. Um, I like, I like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like Veritas. I like uh, uh, Sherwood Media because of the Robin Hood play. I think that's clever. And I do like Zach's ideas here, Capricious Nature, the Synth Media Loop mm-hmm. or Synth Media Central. I like Synth Media Central. That kind of flows. Night City Sagas. That sounds good too, but that sounds like it could be more like story instead TV. of breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be great for like a, a sitcom series or something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a Days of Our Lives feel from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, but I love, I, but I really like Synth Media Central. If you guys want to add that to the poll, if everybody else likes yeah, that, it sounds, yep. sounds good. Yeah, like SMC it. sounds a lot like a, like a court name. SNC, yeah. Yeah, it does, totally. Um, or Sherwood Uncensored, Frankie's nah. <laughs> that sounds Just like like a, I don't know why that gives me like girls gone wild vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Okay, here's what we'll do. Um we'll go with those three. We'll start with those three. I'll put together the poll and we'll see where it goes. And if people have more ideas, like I said, you can comment them, you can DM me, we'll add them to the poll. Um, and we'll see uh, what the NeoCorp ends up being called. And then we'll, we'll make that official announcement during session one. Um, right now, we're kind of planning our sessions. I mean, since we're starting it here on like the last Wednesday of the month, we can maybe just kind of make that a thing. I know me and Simon, we talked about your weekly stuff. So it might, it might work better for you if we lock it in that way. So you can kind of plan on that. Um, the only thing that I would say is because of my filming in May... We might shift it just for that month and change it like maybe the first Wednesday of every month after coming out of that filming, just so after we miss a month, we're not waiting a whole other month to get to the end, mm-hmm. if we can make yeah. that work, depending on everyone else's schedules. I know, you know, Tracy, Simon, I know you all stream and, and, and play and, you know, make content as much as me. It's hard to, you know, connect properly, but we'll we'll make that work um, in the private messages and figure that out. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that we should discuss uh, you know, for session zero, anything about the characters, about the Neocorp, gameplay styles. I, I feel like we covered everything. I feel like chat contributed great stuff. Um, anything we missed? I don't think so. I mean, the second we stop streaming, we're all going to remember a hundred things that we missed. But I know, right? Yeah. Anything we right have, um, do we have like a location where uh, oh. like, uh, where we're going to be meeting and stuff like that? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we, that's what I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Let me bring that up. I know. So I'm Thank looking you. at my notes, like what? I even I even purposely put the Night City map up there. The 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 writers at Cthulhu that site. If anybody's not familiar, go check that out. They did a badass job making yeah, this Night map. City map with the actual oh, wow. key. They took yeah, the lore amazing. and then they even added some stuff. It's fucking great. But yeah, if you guys um, players here, you can see yeah. it on the stream, or you can hop into that roll twenty. I know everyone's logged in. You'll see it. Um, what I would like to do for the Neocorp is leave it open for y'all to decide where you guys would run out of because here's what I want to do. Everybody has their 
um, you know, they eat their kibble or a good prepack or whatever they're doing. They all live in their cube hotel or whatever, shipping container, whatever you guys have all decided with that, you have. And that's for this first month. But you run this media corporation, we'll say, out of like a, a small office space or a small mini warehouse or strip mall unit. You see what I'm saying? I want to okay. give you guys a location that you can run this out of where you guys go to meet up, have your meetings, have people for interviews, or, or just have a secret location where you, you uh, broadcast from. or However you guys want to figure it out, I'm cool with. Um, I would just like you to have a home base aside from you individually having places to live. So if you guys want to discuss amongst yourselves what that is, it's not going to be huge, obviously. It's a Neocorp. You guys are just starting up. So it's going to be a small cubicle in a strip mall. It's going to be a small standalone warehouse or part of a, a thing or a small office in a building of a bunch of offices maybe. I don't know. Or, in, or a standalone one or an apartment converted. I'm open to whatever you guys want. And then while you think of that, think about where it would be because I think more combat zone because of affordability. But I have no problem putting it in, you know, Little Europe or uh, Upper Marina or over in Westbrook or, you know, suburb style. I'm open to whatever you all want because I want you guys to be excited about that, feel comfortable. And then I'll I'll make things happen around that. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, uh, Capricious says they should go nuts and everyone get McMansions with fresh food diets for the first <laughs> month. That's what my PCs <laughs> wanted to do. <laughs> and then get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Squatter's um, rights. PWB says a nomad van to hold the broadcast oh, equipment. No, that's great. Like remember that old movie Pump Up the Volume when he was driving around and broadcasting yeah. his yes. pirate radio at the I end there? Mm-hmm. Such a great classic movie. I I it's a joke, but I was thinking an old abandoned fire station. Hmm. Um just so that you know, it, it's a callback to Ghostbusters, but just so that when we have like news or something like something breaking we can just Gun slide pole. down the pole yeah, that's, like, a, that's the first thing i thought was i was really hoping found the alarms that. yeah <laughs> but that but that also means before every mission when you're like shit we got to go everyone hits the pole you do the athletics check and you can totally start taking damage before you even oh, enter wow. the mission. <laughs> <laughs> like, me, I would, yes. i'm taking the stairs i'm taking the stairs yeah. <laughs> i love that idea uh you know jokes aside i do love the style over substance aspect of that you know mm-hmm. It could be fun. Um, any other fun. ideas? Hmm. Obviously, it would have to be small. Anything we're starting with is going to be small, um, you know, because it's got to be affordable to the group. Um, but I'm also down with um, the other idea is if you didn't want to continue having your own separate living locations and things, could make the, you know, that the first month because you're getting the Neocorp going. You've all decided this over the past months and you're getting it going. Maybe you got a spot that's a little bit bigger that over this first month that you had to pay for your own living, within that month, you're trying to make enough money, break enough news stories or do whatever. So by the next month, none of you have to pay for separate living things. You're putting into this location to stay there. To live together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. like if it's the fireplace, you know, they have yeah. rooms and things. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Or maybe if it's a, yeah. um, a like, small warehouse, we're... you have converted containers out back. I don't know, but... I'm we're 24 to... 7 media, so we need to be together. All the time. Right, together. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Right. You never know when never. a breaking story is coming it's in. It's true. Yeah. We're a family. We're. Uh... Yeah. Uh, the, only one, the only one that I would see that slight, you know, and we can work it however we want, but like Phoenix, um, the fact that you're a fixer and you run out of that lobby at that Cube Motel, you might be the only right. one that's like, you know, that's cool. Y'all can live together, but I, I, I still got to maintain my side gigs and I'm owned by yeah. this mob. Like, 
you know, like you're, yeah, you're the only one. You guys, with my drama. <laughs> right. But uh, but what do you think? Would you guys want to do that, or would you want to keep it separate and have a small place to meet up to run the business, or would you rather a slightly bigger place that you have the month to try to figure out how to then make that the living? Very similar to your apartment scenario and that wandering DM stuff, you know. I it's very honestly, it's very cyberpunk traditional, and, and it's a, there's a reason for that because it pulls the team like even more family like, right. you know. But but that's like, up to y'all. If you ask me whether I'd like us to be like neck deep neck deep in debt from session one onwards, like the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> like have the IRS after us within the first the first five minutes. Perfect. Yes. Then let's go, that route. let's go that route. Let's go that route. Okay, like, that's, that's my vote. But like everyone has to. That sounds agree. like fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that a lot. And them on blossom. That's it. <laughs> that being said though would you rather you know something that's old and converted like simon was suggesting or do you want to go you know traditional it's a warehouse or it's a, a a strip mall or like a unit or something or I, I really you know all jokes aside i do like that fire the the old uh fire Please department spot. Cool and it can even be like super old like pre pre fourth war old fire department <laughs> yeah you know, that's why it's that it's smaller than the newer ones and old, a little bit outdated, you know, a little more. Like probably a hole in the wall somewhere. Right. You can actually see a legit hole through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because let's face it, you're not a corp, you're a neocorp and you guys are edge runners coming together to start a neocorp. So it's not like you have a bunch of capital and shit to start amazing. You know, you're, you're scraping together to get by and make it happen, you know. So I yeah. like that. Any other um, ideas, though? Location wise, I'm... We, I, I might have found some prime real estate. Huh. The edge of old Japantown mm-hmm. and the old med center. Ooh. The place was probably radiated and half destroyed. Radiation must have gone out after 20 some odd years. Yeah. If you're at the edge of the, of, you know, the, the initial blast radius. And it's just close enough to the combat zone to say that no one is ever going to try to seriously rebuild it, like renovate it. Mm-hmm. So we could get it for cheap. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And we're still close to like city center. Yeah. No, I, I love that a lot because it, the fact that it's, like I said before, I wanted it to be more combat zone adjacent or in because affordability, it makes sense to what you're doing. But I love your idea of putting it, not just that, but on the edge of, you know, the 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 ruins, you know, the fallout and the the... And, and like, theoretically make it harder for them to find this if someone. Yeah, and it also yeah. and it plays into that, like you know, shit gets fucked up where you guys are running your business. It's not like you, you can, not that Ace would want to, but not that you can call NCPD or District PD to come help because they don't give a fuck about combat zone, let alone, uh, you know, the waste part. Uh, my mind keeps going blank. What is that labeled as? The center. Old Corp Center. Old Corp Center. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a word for yeah. it because of the nuclear fall. Oh, the Ground Zero. Ground zero. Ground zero. Yeah, sorry. Because um, looking the hot at zone it too. Or hot the zone. Oh, the hot, yeah, the hot, hot zone. zone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, hot zone. I kept my mom was going blank for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think that combination makes it has it. Like I said, makes sense. There's no backup. No one coming away. to save y'all. You know, no one's coming to rebuild the neighborhood. It's very combat zone feeling. Very mm-hmm. independent and affordable. And it's close to number fifty-two, which is a hotel, the Yamagumi Hotel. Oh, nice. Okay, perfect. Oh, cool. So, like, if we wanted to be, like, in physical proximity so that, you know, if 
if you want to come by Phoenix, it doesn't take you like a half hour cab ride. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I was oh. going to say that that'll be where I'll be hanging out. Then. Yeah, isn't and in that one in the chart, there's like the nice hotel, and right across the street is the shitty motel. It would probably be that Q motel <laughs> one that that Phoenix would be yeah. working out right across here. But again, you're right. That is right there. That makes sense. This is perfect. This is this is making I sense. Like I like it. Yeah. Oh, Good and call. I, and thanks to yep. Vlad. Vlad redeemed the uh, the plus two to all players next roll uh, hey. coins there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if I remember that in session zero when it can start out with a plus two. <laughs> that's my up. notes. Plus two. Too easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I love that. And by the time we get to session one, I'll work out exactly where that is. But let's just say that's what it is. It's going to be in, somewhere in between the hot zone and old Japan town there, and close enough to that motel hotel that you know Phoenix is working right there. It can still get to the home yeah. base and stuff. Yeah, I love the way that this is this is working out. That's perfect. Yeah. And honestly, I like the old firehouse or fire station. I do. I like that a lot. I do, too. I, I like really it. Cool. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I'm just not okay. looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see me rolling a one and just eating it. Yeah. <laughs> First session. And it's a crit injury, too. You're like, all right, I guess I'm here. You're like, fuck. No. Later. <laughs> I will see. I'm all right, cool. I think we got it. I think, uh, you know, like I said, got a good feel for the characters, y'all as players, where, where, you know, how the game is going to kind of go along. I think we've established a life path, the way that everyone knows each other and everything intermixes. I love the way that you guys put out the, the media. You have your own page on the garden. It's all digital. You can also live stream. Um, I like that you guys chose to kind of have the home base and that we're going to we're going to start it a little bigger than planned. So like we said, you know, you're starting in debt. You kind of have, aside from the goal of what might be coming with session one and pursuing things or whatever, there's this other, you know, burden on your on everyone's shoulders that you've got this place to pay for and you're trying to make it your neocorp. So there's a sense of urgency there. I really like that. Great, great idea. Um, firehouse can also be used for storage of a vehicle for the nomad as well as good storage for the fixer. Exactly. Exactly, because the yeah, firehouses, yeah. they're going to have Very a garage, old. you know? That's what yeah. a fire truck would have pulled in I and out of. clean car and make it all nice. That's what she all cares yeah. about is making her car nice. Oh, this yeah. little fixer has wandering hands. She steals things, too, by the way. Well, now, now you have a place to store them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. I think we covered it. Um, what was that, Ace? Uh, for some reason, I have duct tape in my, in my equipment, so I will make sure to duct tape my shit to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix is that you're at least not going to steal from your own teammates, I would imagine. No. You, know, you got your sister, you got somebody that saved your life. I have fuck all to steal anyway. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I probably don't have Yeah, it. he doesn't have shit. You're going to steal his. his uh, I have pickpocketing to steal other people's stuff. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. to other people's stuff. <laughs> you're not, ta- so not going to take, you're not gonna take uh, Ace's old uh, Metallica shirt with holes in it. <laughs> I might borrow it to wear it. <laughs> his retro Guns N' Roses shirt. <laughs> you mean retro? Uh, what are the bands today? I know. I, I, I was totally going to try to think of yeah, one. I'm like, right? oh, I'm fucking too old for this shit. I'm too old for yeah. this. I'm playing a 22 year old, but too, too old to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Looper going to wake it's, up it's, and it's find, it's like, re- retro Imagine Dragons? I don't know. What, <laughs> what was that, Looper? I said, is Looper going to wake up to find that she like stole old Betsy from like ripped it out of his shoulder? Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's like replaced with like a cardboard like a 
cardboard with drawing of a camera. Like she made a model of a camera, replaced the real one. There's a post a post-it note. A post-it note. It says like I owe you one camera. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I think we got it. Um, like I said, we'll define things as we go by the time we get into session one. Session one, let's plan for now. It's going to be the last Wednesday um, of April. Um, so everyone watching, everyone listening, we'll go for that. Let me just kind of look at what, what date is that? What are we looking at? Um, that would be the 28th. So let's all plan on April 28th will be the official session one. Um, it'll be during that session that we'll decide when the next one is. Because like I said, we're filming in May, so we might not do the last Wednesday of every month from there on. We'll, we'll just have it make sense so we can play sooner than two months apart at that point. Um, Aside from that, yeah, anybody watching, contribute ideas to the comments on the VOD. It's never too late. Um, I'll draw it into the poll. I'll make sure the players and characters see it. Um, we're always open to new ideas. Um, aside from that, let's go around the room. Everyone, uh, you know, remind people where they can find you, who you are, um, and, uh, you know, any final words before I kill this transmission. Uh, Tracy, you want to start it off? Sure. Yeah. So um, you all can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash Miss Magitech. Um, I stream on my own channel on Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, but then uh, I also on Wednesday evening. So after this, uh, for a few weeks, I'm going to be streaming um, D&D uh, on a friend's channel, twitch.tv slash Robert, uh, Captain Robert. Uh, so, yeah, I play a lot of D&D right now. I, I play on Fridays and Sundays as well. Um, and then I also play in a Vampire the Masquerade game on Saturdays. Uh, just follow me on Twitter if you're watching or if you're if you're interested. Uh, I usually post when I go live with everything. Um, it's it's a busy time, but it's keeping me busy because I'm still at home, like not really doing anything. So this keeps me busy and, and very happy. So I'm, I'm very excited for <laughs> very excited to play more Cyberpunk also because it's one of my favorite systems. So yeah, looking forward to it. Hell yeah, yeah! And thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you coming Yay. on board and playing. Um, Cynthia, Naomi. Oh, I think you're on mute. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Started it out. <laughs> um, I unfortunately don't stream yet. I've considered it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's been wonderful meeting everybody. <laughs> and now you're streaming. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. <laughs> Now you're an official, uh, you're an official player and character for Cyberpunk Uncensored. You are a streamer now. <laughs> da, da, da. Hell yeah! Um, and Looper, uh, William. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty uh, low key on the internet, um, but yeah, we actually, uh, um, yeah, Naomi and I just bought a new computer to start getting into into that. So hell yeah, maybe soon in the future. Uh, but yeah. Happy yeah, and to be any, here and uh, being a new streamer on Cyberpunk Uncensored. Exactly. Yeah, and anybody watching, you know, just so you know, uh, you, you know where to find everybody. Uh, if you're looking for Naomi or William, who's playing Cynthia and Looper, you can find them on the Cyberpunk Uncensored Discord. Um, you can look up Rook or Madlass. Is that right? Those are your usernames on there? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, and like I said, once we, once we get going, I'll be putting everyone's links in the description. So I'll put Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever anyone has, we'll put them there. So if anybody... Uh, you know, wants to hit up anybody or check them out, we can do that. Um, yeah, Valerie. Well, you can 
start seeing me here again. Yay! <laughs> um, also, and after we get back from filming, we're going to be doing our VR streaming. We also do that, uh, live VR. Watch me. I'm hilarious. I'm not doing my own horn, but I am freaking hilarious because VR scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm scared of heights, and it's very realistic. So we'll be doing that when we get back from streaming, uh, from doing the movies. So pretty much just, if you follow Rob, you'll find me because I'm kind of, the same by everybody else. I barely get on because, like, I work a lot. But I'll be back again. Exactly. But thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Enjoying this, watching this new team. I'm excited. I'm excited, so too. Excited. I really like yeah. the dynamics of all these characters and players. I think uh, this is going to be really fun. Um, Simon. I can't wait to see everybody's costumes. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait to dress up. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the fact that everyone's into at least doing some type of thing, whether yeah. it's fucking drawing EMP lines or something yep. neon or a background or colors. Like, I, I love that, too. It just it sets like a mood, and I love the vibe. So very cool. Um, Simon. Simon, you want to? Oh, oh, yes. Hi. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I'm sorry. You're like, I'm what? The, um... You're like, what? What are you calling me? <laughs> Uh, I like zoned out for a moment. Uh, I'm Simon at Wondering DM. Uh, you can find me over on Twitch.tv slash Wondering DM on Mondays and Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays playing D&D, uh, Cyberpunk Red, and Scion, respectively. 8.30 p.m. weekdays, uh, 8 or 8.30 p.m. weekdays, depending. Uh, the schedule is on my Twitter. Uh, and 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern on uh, Saturdays for Scion. And then uh, there will be other stuff. I have books coming out soon uh, that I am not at. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Um, I'm allowed to say that I am writing for The Witcher, um, so that will that will by Talsorian. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, maybe Cyberpunk one day too. Congrats! Yay! But yeah, so you can find me over there and otherwise on a bunch of different channels like this one. <laughs> and uh, on Sundays on Praxagorathus Mephoria, I play in a romantic fantasy game called Romance of the Blue Robes. Hell yeah. Yeah, PWB in chat just said, what's going to be the, the, the group's name? Up till now, I've just been saying Team One because uh, this is like the new Team One or whatever. But by the time we get to session one, if you guys you know chat on the private chat, Discord, whatever, you think of a name for the team. Uh, we can totally name the team something, too. Uh, short and sweet is always better uh, for fitting in text-wise and stuff. Um, but we can also just leave it team one. Uh, no big deal. But PWB was asking, so I wanted to mention it. Um, also, uh, Simon is an official partner at the Cyberpunk Uncensored Discord as well. Um, so you can find him there. Um, and we promote all the streams there and such. Um, we're trying to build up that community, get more uh, game masters, more players into there. Um, any other players, game masters, fellow streamers, if you don't have a Discord or a home, hit me up. Come to Cyberpunk Uncensored. I'll give you a channel, make you an admin, give you access. We would much rather all promote each other and you know push each other's talents forward and just expand the community. It's a lot of fun um, and it's beneficial to everyone, the entire community, and Cyberpunk as a game and all RPGs. Um, we promote them all, so... Um, check that out. Hit us up. I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the founder of Cyberpunk Uncensored. Uh, you can check out all my content on Cyberpunk Uncensored on YouTube. I do crash course tutorials, interviews, um, all kinds of new series. I've got the Deep Dive series, uh, Night City Live, um, this gameplay, which is going to be monthly here. I'm also starting up the Sirenscape weekly uh, gameplay starting next Thursday. Um, that just The previous one just ended 
I'm going to be starting that up next Thursday. It's going to be a weekly ongoing. Um, we've got some great players there. You're going to get to meet them in session zero next Thursday. But there's only four. There's a fifth spot open and purposely built like that because I plan on cycling in uh, potential players, other streamers, maybe in a celebrity or two along the way. Um, I do have a lot of weird connections because of my past touring musician uh, uh, history and you know being a filmmaker an entrepreneur, sites I run, just all kinds of stuff. I have just random things that I'm going to try to pull into these streams, including this one too. I've got some some special guest ideas for here too. Um, but that being said, yeah, check out everything I have going on. Check out cyberpunkuncensored.com. Uh, I really appreciate all of you joining me and playing. I appreciate everybody in the chat contributing ideas and tuning in. I just can't thank everybody enough. So uh, that being said, yeah, we'll see everybody next time. Take care.